The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. DeCostos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network, simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next 60 minutes. In 20 minutes, our pal Eric Eager from Sumer Sports joins the show, giving us his favorite bets for Week 8 in the National Football League. 40 minutes from now, Ken and I will give you a market update as we now have a very busy Wednesday afternoon in the National Football League where Brock Purdy placed in concussion protocol by the San Francisco 49ers, making it very likely that Sam Darnold will start on Sunday for the Niners as they host the Cincinnati Bengals. And then this news literally coming down as we were wrapping up the interview last hour with Brian Scalabrini and more information presenting itself during the break from hour two to hour three, where Tyree Kill, Dolphins star wide receiver, one of the favorites to win offensive player of the year, did not practice today with a hip injury. Jalen Waddell was asked if he thinks Tyreek is going to play. He was noncommittal with his answer. And there are now two Tonga Vailoa quotes starting to circulate from uh, from Miami, where I, I think, Ken, and correct me if I'm wrong here, yes, Alex put the, uh, the exact quote here in our chat, if we couldn't have Tyreek against the Patriots on Sunday, that'd be tough, but the show goes on. Somewhere down the line, we're going to get Tyreek back. Those are Tua Tungavailoa's words. So, to me, that sounds like Tyreek ain't playing in the game on Sunday and maybe could miss a couple weeks. We don't know that that's the case. Maybe he practices tomorrow and he's good to go. Also, like, this game moved from 10.5 to 9.5 earlier in the week, and we were like, why did this happen? Like, maybe people, hashtag people knew. I, I have no idea, but it, I think right now, Ken, if you there were a betting market, is Tyreek going to play? I think no would have to be the favorite, right? And we'll bring well on in just a second, but we do have this breaking news right now in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, if this is, like, I, we just read to his quote, like, what do you think of the quote? 
sounds terrible. It sounds like Tyreek's not going to play and that he could be out for an extended absence. Like, that's what the Tua quote sounds like. I have no information. I just read the quote. And like you, that's what I think when I read the quote. Uh, the mar- As you can imagine, the market for this game, which moved earlier in the week, like, I agree with you. It just this seems like something that like would get out that some people would know. Ten and a half to nine and a half. The market is now, the game has gone down to nine. And I'm going to guess like that number is going to keep going a little bit because there's like very, very not major numbers, not key numbers in the way. So like, I, I wonder where we stop. And uh, and then when he's out, obviously, maybe we move a little bit more. Um, we'll talk about offensive player of the year in whatever, later this hour. I don't have any like great advice because I, I don't know whether Tyreek Hill's out or whether he's playing or not. Yeah, so 40 minutes from now, we'll give you like our full breakdown of all of this injury information right now in the NFL. Just like the sickos out there like me, I think Cedric Wilson's the guy to pick up right now if like if Tyreek's going to be out, but like Chase Claypool's there, Barrios is there. I think it's a mess right now on that Miami, Miami, on that Miami offense. All right, Uh, joining us right now to talk about Miami, we'll talk Brock Purdy, we'll talk Sam Darnold. By the way, Will came on the show in the preseason, like Sam Darnold, I think was the Super Bowl MVP bet, right? Was that Purdy might get banged mm. or and Darnold would come in? Clairvoyance. Well, it's alive. It's a hashtag Will Wednesday here on You Better You Bet as we are joined by the great Will Brinson from CBS Sports, host of the critically acclaimed Pick 6 podcast, writer for CBSSports.com, and you can watch him on CBS Sports HQ and also the CBS Sports Network. Uh, his uh, picks showdown with Jonathan Coachman coming up later this week. We look forward to that, and he is on Twitter at Will Brinson. My friend, welcome back to the show. Happy hashtag Will Wednesday. How's it going? What's up, fellas? Um, pretty, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for keeping me not off the show while you discuss NFL news. Lord knows I couldn't talk about that. Um, but yeah, Sam Darnold uh, should get the start. You know, we haven't seen a single NFL player be placed into concussion protocol um, either in game or week and play that week, which means that Brock Purdy just ain't playing. Like the NFL after the Tua thing last year when, you know, he suffered the, the concussion, they brought him back too quickly. And, like, they changed the rule. They, they, they didn't change the rule. They changed their policy without actually telling anybody, which is something the NFL loves to do. They changed a policy basically midseason and forced him to be way more conservative. I mean, in, in a good way, I think. Uh, although from a betting perspective, you know, th- this is one of the things, that, not to get on a soapbox here, I'll do it really, really quickly, but, like, Nick, I know that you um, were not thrilled about Arthur Smith's uh, playing to playing snap count for Bijan Robinson, and rightfully so. And I wrote about it. It's like you know, like dude, you take billions of dollars in gambling revenue. You need to hold these teams accountable when it comes to stuff like this, where people are betting on these props. In the same way, the NFL needs to like make it clear what the policy is for concussion purposes. Last year, mid-season, they change it up, and all of a sudden, guys are suffer concussion and they are out for the game. They're not bringing them back like they do. Used to and now they're doing it where if you suffer a concussion during a game you're in the protocol or you, it happens during the week and it happened with Brock Purdy during the game they just missed it on that quarterback sneak he's not going to play not a single player has come and played the week after they were put to concussion co- protocol because the NFL doesn't want a, a two to a 2.0 situation happening with one of its players so Will, what does that make you want to bet on then on Sunday? So I can tell you the market is really stabilized in this game. Like it was kind of bouncing around and it kept dropping because you have a quarterback injury that was unexpected. Like nobody thought this was going to happen. Seems to have stabilized with the Niners now three and a half point home favorites against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Bengals obviously off their bye, but haven't looked particularly good this year. Niners have been one of the best teams in football, although they have lost uh, back-to-back games against Cleveland and then Monday night against Minnesota. So Darnold and the Niners, three and a half at home against Joe Burrow. Uh, what does that make you want to bet on? Yeah, I think it's tough, Ken, because you 
you sort of walk through the progression mentally on like what's going to happen from the from, like from a sort of a, a chess checkers or whatever you want to call it, whatever like you know chess chess match. Do you think all right, Sam Darnold's you know Sam Darnold can run a Kyle Shanahan offense? Anyone can run a Kyle Shanahan offense. Clearly, he can get the ball out, but I also think. Cal Shanahan hasn't seen Sam Darnold in live game action. Um, you know, when he's operating his offensive system, he's seen him in practice in the preseason, but never really actual NFL game action. I would think that he's going to want to be a little more conservative, that he's going to want to run the ball more with Christian McCaffrey, that he'll want to get uh, Mason and Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell involved, Jordan Mason and Elijah Mitchell involved as well, and try to sort of feed that offense and, and, keep, and minimize the number of times that um, – Darnold can make mistakes. I think we may see, particularly if Trent Williams is out and if Debo Samuel's still out and TBD on those guys, but Lou Anarumo, the Bengals defensive coordinator, probably attacks like he did against Matthew Stafford and the Rams on that Monday night game where he just blitzes Darnold and tries to get pressure because you put a ton of pressure on Sam Darnold and he folds uh, like the proverbial cheap suit. So I would, I would guess that the Bengals will be aggressive in terms of pressure and that the 49ers will be conservative in terms of how they approach Approach, which I would think that that combination of things would lead to less scoring. Uh, I'm inclined to bet the Niners, although, you know, I, I want to go back and look and see how Zach Taylor's been coming out of the bye. I, I, anecdotally, I feel like he's not great, but I, I could be wrong about that. He's no Andy Reid off the bye. Um, I, I would think I would lean towards the under here because I think Kyle Shanahan wants to keep everything close to the vest with, with his backup quarterback. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Wonderful Football Wednesday. We're talking week eight in the NFL with our friend Will Brinson from CBS Sports on Twitter at Will Brinson. Well, let's let's assume that Tyree Kill is going to be out and um, NFL media insider Ian Rappaport, as part of like a larger tweet, like had this in the tweet, the Tyree Kill status up in the air for Sunday. We read you the Tua quotes. Let's just assume that Tyree, just for the purposes of this question, and maybe he plays in the game, maybe he practices on Thursday. Let's assume he doesn't play in the game, and we're going to hover in between like the seven, and maybe it goes down to seven. But we're in this range, right? Would that make you want to make a bet, Will, where you could say, okay, like I'm going to get the Dolphins at a discount, and you think Cedric Wilson or Barrios or Claypool can step up along with Jalen Waddell? Or are you like, man, like I think the Patriots can win this game if Tyree Kill's not going to play. So if Tyreek doesn't play, does that make you want to do something with the Dolphins? and the Patriots, obviously price-dependent. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, under would be a pretty good look as well because Bill Belichick, I mean, you know, I'm not going to go through the rigmarole of pretending like I'm the first person to say this, but Bill Belichick um, loves to take away the number one weapon. And if the Dolphins are forced to take away Tyreek Hill themselves, then I think Bill Belichick is going to take away Jalen Waddell and force the Dolphins to beat him with the run game. And like you bracket Jalen Waddle and then stack the box and just try to prevent Raheem Mostert from getting around the edge or whoever's running it for the Dolphins. And then at the same time, beat me with uh, Braxton Berrios and Cedric Wilson. And I can't believe you threw out Chase Claypool as a possible Tyreek Hill replacement. I mean, that could, that could definitely be the case. Like, I mean, he could, he could certainly step up and run a route or drop a ball or something where Chase Claypool allegedly does. <laughs> this guy, James Claypool, we're getting the hell out of here. I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I would probably lean towards the Patriots. But again, I think with Tyreek Hill out and, you know, knowing what you know about the Belichick defense, which has actually been pretty good against Miami, I think, over, uh, over the last couple of years, even though Tua is somehow undefeated against Belichick, um, the, the Patriots have actually limited what the Dolphins do on offense with Mike McDaniel. Then I think you could see a case where we see maybe a more conservative, same sort of thing with Shanahan, right? Uh, with Mike McDaniel, we see a more conservative approach. You don't, you try and sort of 
force the Patriots to to make some moves and maybe Mac Jones make some mistakes. And then Belichick's going to try to run the ball and, and move it methodically against this Dolphins defense. And isn't that great? I think the under may be a good look as well. Well, the, I can tell you, as somebody who bets a lot of awards, this Tyreek injury made me immediately think like, oh, man, like he and McCaffrey are co-favorites for Offensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. If he's out multiple weeks, McCaffrey goes to a huge favorite to win the award. And I think a lot of people will look at that price. I was just talking to somebody who's like, okay, maybe he misses the game, but like, I don't want to bet McCaffrey like two to one or like 160 to win Offensive Player of the Year. I think everyone's going to look at the trio of receivers at like 20 to one or more right behind those two players, right? Okay, if Tyreek's out, like who becomes the best receiver this year? And it's Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, or Jamar Chase. If you had to bet one of those three receivers to win Offensive Player of the Year, let's call them all 20 to 1 right now, just average. Who would you bet on? I think A.J. Brown. But remember, I, I I mean, I believe like a couple of weeks ago, I was on with you guys and said J- uh, Jamar Chase was a good look at at uh, at 20 something to one. He Maybe he dropped out. I, I think I actually joked that I was moving the awards market on my podcast because he had dropped good down to 15 to 1. Uh, that sounds like something I would do. Um, yeah. So it checks out. <laughs> Uh, or, or jokes and like if you take it seriously that's fine um yeah i i think that um aj brown's interesting i saw the stat where he's going to trying to become the first player in nfl history with six straight games of 125 or more um you know the the issue with him is jalen hurts gets so many of the touchdowns for for the for the Eagles with the the brotherly shove down there by the goal line that it's going to be tough to really take that away from him. Um, so I think I'd still go Jamar Chase. Like this Bengals team, Joe Burrow the last two weeks before the bye looked like he was a hundred percent or close to it, and that he's operating with a healthy calf. And if that's the case, there's no reason why this Bengals team can't take off offensively. Um, they got another matchup with the Ravens that looks like it could be a shootout. Uh, you, you just have a, a, a Totally different. It's a totally different ball game with a healthy Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase is a member again. Jamar Chase, Mac Jones was minus like twelve hundred to be offensive rookie of the year two years ago, and Jamar Chase went off for two hundred plus yards against the Chiefs in Week sixteen, I believe, and completely flipped the awards market. Won the award, was the favorite the next day. Like that's how wildly and how much recency bias is built into these awards. So I would go with Jamar Chase just simply. Because I love him like I love uh, my my only son. Um, Well, maybe not quite as much as I love my only son, but close. Uh, Jamar Chase is just so capable of those huge, huge games that he can flip this award market on its head. Uh, That being said, like if Tyreek's out multiple weeks, I think you need to get some anything on Christian McCaffrey at plus money. Uh, shout out, by the way, to Robbie Will's only son. We love Robbie Brinson on the show. Well, let's close with this in about thirty seconds. Okay, uh, bye. Will is Will is Will is from the Carolina. I actually got a couple notes from people that love the OK buy with Will. Uh, thirty seconds. Okay, that's awesome. Enough. Uh, Will is in the Carolinas. Will is extremely plugged in with the Panthers, right? So we know the Panthers, they go into their bye. They're 0-6, the last winless team in the NFL. Frank Reich hangs over, hands over the play-calling duties to Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator. And Bryce Young and the Panthers will host C.J. Stroud and the Texans here. And Frank Reich maybe wanted to draft C.J. Stroud, but he didn't. And it's Bryce Young against Stroud and 1v2 from this past year's NFL draft. Uh, do you think it's a big deal? right? That Thomas Brown is calling the plays now. Do you think that the Panthers are going to get their first one of the season? Like, what do you think we see on Sunday from uh, the Panthers offense and how does it manifest in terms of a win and or a cover? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, Thomas Brown calling plays for the first time at the NFL level. He has been an offensive coordinator in college before. So this is a big step. I don't think Frank Reich, I don't think Frank Reich wanted to turn it over, not because he's trying to you know keep it like secretly guarded. I think he wanted to make sure Thomas Brown was ready. But there's been so like my mom's texting me about Frank Reich's play calling. Like that's how bad it's gotten. And David Tepper is so aggressive and so involved that this game is enormous for the Panthers. There's so much riding on it. I do think they come out with a great game plan i think frank wright will help thomas brown as much as he can to get ready i think bryce young shows out i think the panthers get the win here i think it's insane the texans are favored should be a pick to me uh will on twitter at will brinson the pick six podcast cbs sports hq cbs sports.com and of course his award-winning appearances on the cbs sports network all right i will talk to you later bye okay bye bye uh, the great Will Brinson here with us on, on You Better You Bet. Uh, interesting answer from Will on Offensive Player of the Year, Ken. This is something that obviously we were talking about in the break leading into the hour here. If Tyreek's going to be out for any amount of time, like, what do you want to do in this market? We'll do a deep dive tomorrow, but we got a couple seconds right now. We'll do it at the end of the hour also. Yeah, just I think it's, look, it's going to be, you know, incomplete information. We don't we don't even know that he's out this week. Like, we don't even, like if, if tomorrow it's like, nah, he's going to play. Then, then you just like kind of bet a lot of stuff for no reason. It's just going to be like, how do you interpret this information? And by the time we know for sure that he's out, then the market gets pulled everywhere. So you're just you're always going to be like never quite sure what to do. We can go in a little bit more after the break, but there isn't like a right answer to the question. All right, but uh, you know what is right that Eric Eager will join us next, talking all this news in the National Football League. His best bets coming up for Week Eight. Eric Eager with Nick and Ken on the other side. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.